Hello, WZIP. Welcome back to another segment of Entertainment Rebooted. Specifically, Hara and I are going to be continuing our commentary and breakdown of the 2022 Disney Plus series Willow. We are on episode four now. Let's so go. The action finally started. It, uh, yes, it gets... This is by far, like, the best episode yet, in my opinion. I don't Agreed. know how you felt. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Yes, this is the best episode yet. We really enjoyed this one, I think. Right? For yes, sure. Definitely. definitely. A great episode, 100%. Great episode. Um, Kit actually became a good person, eventually. <laughs> I love Kit. Huzzah! <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine how we jumped it's... from episode one, where we were like, Kit is the worst <laughs> imaginable character ever. Okay, we, and now I think we like... gave her to, like, episode two, because we were like, okay, you know, the emotions are running a little high here. Yeah. But, you know, after, like, it kept going, we're like, no, you need to knock this out out like stop it get it together get it together girl exactly um borman continues to be amazing the best ever so wise so funny he's you know his natural amazing self as always jade has a compelling character moment regarding her desire to be a knight and how hard it actually is um we'll get into that a little bit more later in detail alora comes into her own which was amazing. Beautiful. Stunning. Continue. A masterpiece. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> and our boy Graydon. Our boy has, Graydon. He has his own moment as well. And <laughs> the entire episode, really. <laughs> yes. And Hara, I have a confession to make. What is it? So, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a very loyal shipper. <laughs> Once the ship is established and it is like a good ship and i get on board the ship the ship has sailed yep there is no jumping off of the ship did you stray did this episode make you stray my shipping loyalties might have changed <laughs> it never yes. that never happens to me i was so confused i was literally watching this and i was like oh i should i completely forgot Yes. About the first ship. Yes. And then I was like, wait. 100% oh. I am with you. Oh. Because that... Oh, we'll okay. Get, we'll get into yeah. it. But <laughs> it's like team... It's good. Team Graydon. We are on the same level. Team Eric. Which are you? Graydon. Graydon. <laughs> you know, it's gotta, it's gotta be Graydon. I mean... They're just so sweet together. They're so sweet. We're, we're, we're gonna get into that later. We, we got sidetracked because my... <laughs> My little abbreviation summary, you know, that's the points that I wanted to lay out for us for today. We got way too excited we, over this we, episode. That's yeah, how good it was. I, I got excited. So first off, episode four, going to do a little summary breakdown, just like we've been doing with the rest of our series. Um, episode four begins with the group entering the super creepy evil castle of Nogmar. Graydon still isn't doing too hot, though, because he was poisoned in the last episode. And he's, like, two minutes away from turning full zombie. Kit waxes on and on about how somebody's going to have to kill Graydon. And, well... It's going to have to be her. He, he shouldn't have come anyway, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So when we mentioned earlier that Kit became a good person, dot, 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 eventually, that's where the eventually comes in. You know, she... <laughs> She kind of has to crank it up a bit more un under the, you know, unreasonableness level. And then she she actually... That's when she snaps. Yeah, yeah. it's like she has to dig her way into the hole further. 
before she can, you know, come out the other you know, side. She of it. just needed to be in her grandmommy's castle. <laughs> That's what yes. it was. So Kit the Martyr is whining that she's gonna have to kill Graydon because, you know, obviously she's the she's the super special, you know, warrior princess who's gonna have to, you know, do what has to be done, never mind the fact that, you know, Jade did that literally in the last episode, and there's an adult, a very capable adult, i.e. Borman, you know, so it's like, you got other options, okay? But No, she's clearly got it in her head that it's got to be her, because she's, I mean, let's face it, she never cared about him in the first place, and I'm not even talking a romantic sense, I just mean, like, in In general, as a fellow human being... He just, like, is was, not a factor for her. She just does not care. He really was just there in her head, and she didn't understand why he was there. She didn't really want yeah, him like, there. Oh, like, man. He's dying. That is unfortunate. Aw. What are we going to do? Aw. <laughs> exactly. Guess, I guess I have to kill well, him Well, we're going to have to kill him. But we got no other choice. And, you know, if it's between going out. And, you know, saving Eric or, you know, watching him turn into a zombie. I know what I'm picking, which I'm like, I don't even care if you're right. You don't have to say it like that. That's right. really it's mean. It's very mean. That's very mean. Like, like, no need to talk about it wow. like Wow. <laughs> this is an actual human person, Kit. You know that, right? 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 No. So, Alora, an actually kind and heroic character, Beautiful. decides... To partner with Willow, you know, the resident sorcerers, you know, are going to try and find a solution to save Graydon using something called the Malatrium, which is like a magic book of alchemy or something. Jade grows tired of Kit's victim narrative and eagerness to kill Graydon literally two seconds after she, as in Jade, actually had to kill Ballantyne, who was her mentor, for the same reason. Read the room, Kit. Thankfully, Borman is there to save the day with the best pep talk ever leading to them sharing a nice old hug, them being Borman and the not childish person, teenager, as in Jade, the responsible (laughs) one. Everyone separates eventually, though, with Borman looking for treasure because of course he is. Of course he is. Of course he is. Kit gets distracted by the crone, providing some insight to dear old grandmother's evilness. Jade confronts visions of being chased by General Kale, the evil knight with the skull face. And Alora, she's kind of a victim to similar visions. And these ones involve her mother being murdered in the 1988 film. Um, yeah, her mom was one of the two deaths, I believe, that were like before the opening credits were completed. I was watching it. I was like, this is an impressive kill count for being like two minutes into a fantasy movie. But, you know, that's that's how it was. That's Bev Morda for you. Yep. She did not mess around. So when Alora returns, Willow's disappeared and Graydon seems fine, but he's actually still possessed, leading Alora to the high tower that Willow specifically told her to avoid at all costs. And it was actually kind of funny because I didn't catch that. The first time I was watching it, it was like, I didn't catch where he said not to do it. So it was at this point where it's like, you know, Willow just comes in and he's like, you had one job, Alora. <laughs> this is the, o- like, the only rule I gave you was not to come here and you here you are. You had one job, Alora. What was that job? And then she states it back to him. She's like, and he's don't like, go into the high tower. You are terrible. But he still <laughs> does what he can do. Yeah. There's, there's magic-y stuff. 
because, you know, Willow magic. Zombie Graydon proceeds to try to banish Alora's soul to oblivion. You know, same old, same old. Their friends arrive. They all fight. Kit learns some human decency. And Alora uses her super special powers to suck the evil out of Graydon. Literally. However, even with Graydon on the men now, Alora saw a vision of a possessed younger Graydon pushing his brother out of a tree. Looks like Kit's snarky comment from episode one hasn't aged very well. <laughs> like, didn't she comment yeah. just like, oh, yeah, it's like, where's the other prince? Like, oh, he fell out of a tree. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, um, that's not going to be the only, the, co- the only comment that doesn't age well, which we will get into later. So let's break down Kit first, because I think I have the most to say about her. I actually had to separate her into like three different levels of bullet points <laughs> on my notes that I have in front of me. So episode four is a tale of two kits, right? For sure. You have like first half of the season kit and then like the second half of the season kit where there's, there's going to be a switch in this episode where kit learns some humanity so fantastic kit number one is the terrible one we've suffered these last four episodes she is quick to blame borman for the lux arcana side quest that i complained about in the last episode even though she was just as you know into splitting up as he was like she she did not have any concern over alora at all she wanted to go find out you know where, what was going on with her dad and their was quest. more than happy to go on that little quest by himself but she volunteered like, nope, to go I'll go too him. I'm with you <laughs> like nope this is kind of both y'all's faults but you know she doesn't understand that Kit has literally zero care for Graydon's life or dignity as a person because her first thought is literally let's just kill him and get going to prove my point I actually have like a couple quotes they all knew he shouldn't have come. If I had to choose between saving Eric and watching him turn, we all know it has to be done. Like I don't, like I said before, I don't care if she turns out to be turned out to be right. Obviously, she doesn't because thankfully there is a cure. But I don't care if the episode ended with them having to kill Graydon anyway. It's like there is no reason to be that blasé about killing this man, especially since your girlfriend, who deserves better, had to kill her mentor less than an hour ago. It Under the same circumstances. I'm sure Jade loved hearing all this talk about how they're going to have to kill Graydon too, with, you know, Kit opening her mouth and just, you know, pretending to be, you know, this big tough thing that she really isn't because she doesn't know what she's talking about. And Jade, Jade does mention that, but I actually think she was a little too nice. With that, I but. completely agree <laughs> with Jade being too nice, but at that point, I think that Jade genuinely just was tired, and who can blame her? Yeah, you know, I know she's at that point where it's like she's gone through so I don't, much, and I don't Kit blame her. Here. I just, you know, from my own personal catharsis, I'm like, <laughs> nah, this this girl needs to understand. Okay, I'm gonna keep harping on this point. I'll take the you don't know how to kill someone who's not trying to kill you back. Because, you know, that was, that was solid. I think Kit needed to hear that. And it's like, why, but why do you think, Kit was so surprised that it was like Jade didn't want to talk to her after she did nothing but like rub her trauma in her face, essentially. And it's like, she didn't even like realize it. It's like, 
why do you think she wants to talk to you, Kit, after how you were just treating Graydon? You don't care that she had to do the same thing you're callously suggesting to do to her father figure. Like, this man, like, raised her, I'm pretty sure they said. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Jade... He gave her a better life, essentially. Yeah. It's like, Jade did so much better at this point. I literally wrote down, look at Jade having a compelling character journey in regard to her whole night thing. And then I said, she should be the princess. Team Jade. Jade deserves a proper love interest. Or none, but not Kit. I felt it. <laughs> for the first half. For the first yeah, half for the first the half. Again, because we're going to get back to Kit. Those are my notes for Jade that I kind of kind of blended in there because they, they applied there too. But, you know, we're going to... we're chugging in i have a lot of notes and you know if i'm gonna take take the effort to do the notes i'm gonna i'm gonna do the notes so another <laughs> thing with first half kit um i think that's what we're gonna call her now yeah first, first half, half kit, kit um is when they're talking about like the whole um potion and process to try to save Graydon, and laura's like i i can't do anything but laura bless her she's like um you know what so what if i don't believe in myself so what if i can't do this i'm gonna try my best to save mm-hmm. him but kit i'm so glad kit silent. isn't in charge kit keeps <laughs> silent because you know kit is the only one at this point that knows Elora does have magic and can actually wield it and use it because yep. she saw the elderberry bush i think mm-hmm. it's elderberry i i don't remember the the pretty bush thing that Elora grew before she got kidnapped by the zombies yeah, and first half Kit, rather than tell Alora that she actually can do whatever she puts her mind mm-hmm. to, kind of just stays silent. For a while. Yes. For a good long while, Ugh, she keeps her mouth shut. Kit. It was like, so happy she isn't in charge. They're trying to save Graydon, which she wouldn't have done, even though it was clearly possible. And then she just keeps going. Like, the lack of respect for Graydon's personhood continues. It's not even just she's still being terrible to Alora. And running the risk of getting burnt muffins for the rest of her life. No, she's just like, ew, is he contagious? I'm like, this man is dying. <laughs> like, cough contagious? Or if I touch him and then touch myself contagious? Girl. Like, get out of are here. You serious? <laughs> what are you? No, no. Come leave. on now. Leave. It was like, you know that time in the episode where Borman starts being like a little sketchy? Like, yes. I was watching this and I was like, I probably wouldn't even care if he got possessed and killed Kit at this point. True. Again, this is first half Kit. I'm not talking about a second half Kit. We will get there. We will get there. And, you know, the best funniest part, though, was, yeah, I called Kit an amateur because I think somebody calls her an amateur at some point. I don't remember. But I wrote amateur. Yeah, get back, Kit. The magic people are working to save your fiancé that you don't care about. And again, I don't mean romantically. I mean in general. Yep, I have a couple of Borman quotes <laughs> jotted down yes, because please. too funny. The first one, the obvious, your fiancé, Grayonce. <laughs> Grayonce. <laughs> that one, that killed me. I was like, of course Borman's going to say that. And I think that showcases <laughs> more of like what we've touched on in the pa- previous episodes about how the show takes on like a fantasy setting while also putting in modern um, mm-hmm. words and phrases and stuff like that. So your fiance, Grayonce, there <laughs> we go with that one. And then the second one is 
around the scene that you're you were talking about with Borman and Kit and they're walking together and Borman turns to her and he's like I just think Bob Morda would be proud of her granddaughter and it's like that part (laughs) killed me because it's like whoa you're right you know the way she was acting is very you know she is Bev Morta's granddaughter yeah, at the like end I of the can, day. <laughs> I can see the charm there. And, yeah, it was just funny <laughs> because, like, I think that must have hit a nerve in Kit. Or at least there must be that so me, many nerves being hit with Kit. It's like she deserved every single one. Of them. <laughs> exactly. If that was said to me, I would have just I would have left the castle in shame, in tears. I would have been like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. This cannot be mm-hmm. my legacy. <laughs> And you know what? Eventually, it worked because suddenly, dun dun dun, character growth. Yes. Kit being a good person, trying to uh. reconcile with Alora, going to help her. Yes, growth, more of this. Imagine that. We have been waiting for this day. <laughs> I said, I like you for once in my comments. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, where is this coming from? I say, I, I did think that it was, like, a little bit quick. Not that it's, like, not founded at all. But it just was just kind of like she was like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> I mean, Which, I mentioned this pre- in the previous episode. I think we did start to see that change mm-hmm. last episode with not necessarily her words because, obviously, she started off this episode being very crass mm-hmm. about great situation. But I think we could tell that she started thinking a little bit more and reflecting a little more and just, like, sitting with her own thoughts and like being by herself rather than in everybody's business and trying to take charge you know she she slowly took that step back and actually started viewing what was Mm -hmm. happening around her and I think we started seeing that next episode and obviously like she's not I think at first she was like kind of uh, fighting that change but then halfway through this episode it's like something clicked in her and I think it's that one scene when she hears the voices with Bab Morda and like mm-hmm. all that stuff with the fire, I think that like clicked something in her and like rapid fire change. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I don't, it's not unfounded. I just like, I mean, what you say makes sense and that's probably what happened. I did not get any vibes of, you know, her redeeming herself at all. I think I I'm don't think it's like a redemption. It's just the start of change. And yeah. you know, you can change completely and still not redeem yourself. Like that's completely possible. I think she started to change, but she didn't redeem herself until much later. Which like is this episode, obviously. Yeah. Like half a uh, past halfway. I think maybe like seventy five percent of the way through. <laughs> yeah, it, it took a it took a hot second. But also the episode felt pretty short, so saying seventy five percent. Yeah, they they, they all do though. Like I said, yeah. they're all like almost an hour long, but they feel like legit twenty minutes. It's actually like really good. <laughs> when I so. said seventy five percent, I was like, but the episode was only twenty minutes long, so like, it did happen pretty quick. But that's not true. The yeah. episode was longer than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But you know what? Because we like Kit now, I'm going to laugh at something that she did. So, you know how, you know, her and Jade are, like, you know, confronting Borman. That, and then Jade's like, oh, you think we're going to fall for that old chestnut? Because, like, Borman is like, look behind you, which, you know. Yeah. Obviously. But then, like, Kit just kind of, like. She does. She, she looks. falls for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jade's just like, you think you're going to fall for that? And Kit's just like, 
I did. I did. I am. <laughs> I am gonna fall for Turns it. Turns around. It's like this is the humor we need. This and Borman humor. Like, keep going with this. This that is the part, funny stuff. When Borman was trying to break into that room with Just like the physical humor. <laughs> everything about that part had me in tears. It was so funny. Them try them barricading the door, them being <laughs> Kit and Jade. Because at this point there's so much going on. There's like all these evil forces coming into play. It's the evil castle, guys. And so they barricade the door and then Borman starts knocking on it and they like run to like hold the door down and they're trying they're trying to be like, you know, not them. First Kit changes her voice to sound like a man, be like Who's out there? Tell me your name. Who's out there? <laughs> and then Jade starts off that way, but then switches back to her normal voice. And it's like, tell, like, what do you want from us? We have spears, blah, 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 stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. And then Borman's like, it's Borman. And so they're like, how do we How know? do we know, though? How do we know it's the real you? Prove it. And um, the thing oh, that yeah. Borman says, <laughs> he goes and says, um, what was it? It was like, the two of you have the hots for each other, but yep. you, like, can't confront that. And then they're just, like, they both panic. It was <laughs> sheer gay panic on their faces. They jump away from the door, and they're, like, that's not Get true. It. Yeah, they're that's both, like, not no, that. <laughs> nope. And it was so nope. funny because, like, it is true. Why'd you open the that door? That is 100% <laughs> true. They just immediately jumped away from the door as soon as they heard that in their faces like the look of panic on them <laughs> them automatically like trying oh, to argue it like oh, that's not true but then like that, that's comes a common in. trope where it's just like you know a couple's just like no no no, no, no. like we're not there's yeah. nothing going on between it's like us. what it's like this this very clear attraction that we, you making stuff up <laughs> <laughs> right i don't know where you got that idea that how dare you that is <laughs> where I, I can't even Who fathom you where that? you got that idea. <laughs> Who's <laughs> spreading rumors about us? Because that's not true. <laughs> Meanwhile, 100%. It is yeah. true. They you, definitely you, have you the hots of, for each other. You kind of outed yourself at this point. <laughs> it's like, like, I just there, love there that There comes scene. a time when you just like take the L and be like, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> there's You're no right. salvaging this. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene. It was just really mm -hmm. funny. Um, I have one more borman quote that i forgot to mention and it's fiddlesticks i hate you door <laughs> door <laughs> like <laughs> at this point uh in the episode borman is both drunk and also uh, being affected by the evil forces within the castle and you know he's hearing things and like the voices are speaking to him and he also drank expired wine because who knows of how long he, that wine has been of there. Of course he would, though. Of course. It's Borman. Yeah. And I love him for it. <laughs> but he's talking to mm. this treasure, like, this door that obviously leads to a treasure vault. You obviously. Know? Of course that's what's behind it. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to it, and he goes, fiddlesticks, I hate you, door. And that was it Safe for to me. say that, you know, he's he's called Borman and not Dorman. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> but, um, boom. Oh, man. So it was funny. too funny. I loved that part. I mean, Speaking I think I just loved literally every part about this episode. It was <laughs> so good. We, I feel like we just keep jumping back and forth between all the scenes and not oh, going yeah. in order. No, no definitely. There and is, that's because there is it's no so order. good. Mm -hmm. And 
every part needs to be talked about. Yeah. So I want to talk about the the whole castle and the cult and everything like that because you know it seems like a good segue from Borman because you know the creepy castle was actually very relatable and I think we talked about this a little bit earlier before we started recording. But it's like the creepy castle just keeps saying like Borman come to us. Come, come to, to us, us Borman. You know, if come Natalie and us. I were evil spirits in a abandoned castle. That checks out. We would say that. That checks out. That would yes. be us. Very we would be the ones voicing that. Very relatable creepy come castle. Come to us, Borman. <laughs> Borman. Borman this way. You know, just There's treasure ignoring, ignoring everybody else. We're just focused on Borman here. <laughs> I think yeah. we should maybe call our podcasts The Borman Show. Yeah. You know? He, <laughs> you know, he may struggle with doors, but he's got a key to our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's got us under lock and key. <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Borman obviously tries plundering the evil castle because he thinks there's treasure there. And it's funny because like, when he eventually bumps into Kit, Kit's like, are you plundering my grandma's castle? And I'm like, your dead grandmother is evil, Kit. And at that point, I was like, it seems to run in the family. Because, you know, we, <laughs> we touched on that earlier. Yeah. I was like, who cares if he's plundering the castle? I only care if he gets cursed. Exactly. Right? Like, if something bad happens to him from plundering the castle, then I care. But if he's just, you know, taking your evil grandmother stuff, like. Power to the More people. power to it. Yeah. Like, it's just laying here, first of all. Second of all, she was evil and she's dead. Exactly. She's dead. So, you know, she ain't going to be missing it. <laughs> and um, Borman responds. He's like, no way. I'm not plundering anything. And then <laughs> Kit's obviously like, I don't care. I really don't care yeah. about this castle. Because and then Borman immediately <laughs> responds. Well, in that case, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely I'm plundering. plundering. I'm plundering. Which, like we were saying with, you know, Kit and Jade, like, of course, that's what was happening. Like, yeah. there, at some point, you... You can deny it if you want to try, but you... You are who there, you are. There's no point <laughs> in it because nobody's going to believe you. Nobody. Um, so I just want to also mention about the whole thing about the worm because it it seems like it's going to be important. So The just worm to, being that whole cult. It is a cult. And apparently, um, Bev Morda, the owner of the Creepy Castle was used to be like a decent ish person but then just she got a human you know really. just, just a regular person which you would never know because of her, her name being bad morda <laughs> but she was once you know a regular just generic person and then you know she got inducted into this cult called the worm and the worm is a cult with bad people bad magic and, like, that's kind of, I think, who the crone is. Like, the crone is, like, the leader of that, like, mm -hmm. cult kind of thing. That's what it seems like, for sure. So, that's what's going on with that. And that's the, the voice that, you know, people keep hearing is the, the crone lady, the creepy cult. And that was one of uh, Willow's world-building Mad Limbs, the, with, the withered crone. I can't even say it. <laughs> the withered crone. It's like, that's the... That's the leader of this worm cult that Bab Morda was a was a part of. So we're we're getting some answers. We haven't gotten to the the shattered sea yet. 
I we did pass the barrier, but I don't know where that was exactly. But you know, probably not important. So There's we are somewhere. We're upon the hill. <laughs> we're getting some answers. Maybe it's like around Tira's Lane. I don't know, but yeah. So we're 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 making some progress on the way to the immemorial city, which is, I guess, where the cult lives because that's where Eric is. So you know, probably. For sure. Um, one thing or multiple things. Multiple things. I guess I wanted to touch on. One thing turns to multiple things. Always. Um, I wanted to talk about Willow this episode because for me personally, this was a bad episode for him. See, I, he didn't even make my list. (laughs) I think he only made my list because I got annoyed (laughs) enough to put him on the list because I wanted to talk about it because it's like. Everything he did in this episode just got on my nerves. <laughs> it's like, can you it was after work he, together? It was after he badmouthed Graydon. I think it's just like, dude, stop it. Like, I I can make the excuse for him. You know, he just lost his best friend. You know, he's going through it, whatever. But honestly, at this point. Kit just killed her father figure, okay? Jade. Jade or, just, yeah, yes. Jade, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, good. Um. <laughs> You know, just had to... Jade, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's, you know, and just everything he did in this episode graded on me because he was acting like Gandalf and Dumbledore. How, you know, they're acting as though they're doing everything they can for the good of the people, but then they're not talking to the people and not telling... That gets on my nerves so much. It is the classic high fantasy or like fantasy um uh superior wizard type of character and it's annoying i, I am so, over it i am so over Willow, it too move away definitely do not be a gandalf like you and i have had plenty a conversation on gandalf and his tendency to you know not tell anything the principal characters you know whether we're talking about the hobbit or the lord of the rings he he's Equally yeah. terrible in both. Keeps things to himself. Like, Important yeah. things. Huh. You don't need to know that your arch enemy's alive, Thorin. Oh, uh, Frodo, y- do you want to go in the, the mines of Moria where, you know, you're out of the snow and are probably going to be so much less miserable that, you know, Gimli over here is, you know, hyping up as this great place? It, it, might, not, it might have a Balrog down there, but I'm not going to tell you that. Or do you want to stay up here in this very terrible snowy climate where we almost just got buried under an avalanche and Baromir's over here saying, it's like, this is going to be the death of the hobbits if we stay here. Like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder, Gandalf, what a difficult decision this is. Stay in miserable snowy place. Go to comfortable place where Gimli over here has family. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just annoying because towards the Willow, end of the episode... Willow, don't be like that. Be better. Do better. Do always. better. And at, towards the end of the episode... Communication Kit, is key. Truth. <laughs> Kit finally, you know, is trying to help Elora. And, you know, they're at a point where Graydon is at the end. You know, he is a zombie. Zombie Graydon. They're, they're assuming there's, like, nothing more they can do for him I will Borman say though, and Jade are ready to kill him. I will say, Kit, even as a zombie, stop. Graydon's got a point. You know, like the whole sass of like, 
she was thwarted by her own carelessness, she being Bab Morda. Because, like, throughout the whole thing, they're just he like... Was right. Yeah, it's like, Willow's like, Willow just defeated Bab Morda. And the whole time, I, that's what I was thinking. So, zombie Graydon, it's like, even as a zombie, he's just me. Side, <laughs> side note on this topic. I literally, in my notes, I have it word for word. This is word for word in my notes. Change Graydon with that deep voice is kind of dot, dot, dot. Hey. Hey. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> So Reminds me of in Hamilton where they're just like, ah, oh, the ladies are here. And they're just like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's and like a line of them. And they're all just like, for sure. So, hey. Graydon, you're perfect even when you're a zombie. <laughs> Literally. But, yeah, at that point, um, Kit finally is like, hey, you know what? Maybe there is a way to help him and save him. So she finally goes to Alora and gives Alora the confidence she needs. She tells her that she actually did grow that bush. Hey, you know that flower that you think you weren't able to grow? Well, actually, you know, you did grow it, and I was just, you know... And she even tells... A big meanie face, and I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. Kit (laughs) even tells Alora that the bush was beautiful, and it's such a heart, like... Good job. Heartfelt moment, and I loved it. (laughs) Kit was so sweet. Good, Why? good character development. Yeah, I'm like, we love you it. You were hiding this this whole time for us. Why? It's like, it either came out of nowhere or you were just, you know, hiding it. Why were you hiding it? Exactly. Like, this makes you so much of a better person. Right. And if you she probably had, would have had a lot less trouble. You know, if she had told Elora about this when they were getting attacked by Valentine and stuff, maybe she could have done something mm-hmm. about it at that time. Like, and, like help them option so Graydon one, wouldn't be in this situation. Option one, green-eyed monster who nobody likes being around, not even your girlfriend. Option two, nice, sweet, friendly, good person. You went with option one? Right, like... <laughs> Was it really that difficult of a choice for you? Yeah. I mean, and like, also, how it did also you would help your wrong? brother. Yeah. It's like, it would also help your brother to do option two because, you know, there'd be less conflict in the group in general and you could be more focused on it. It makes no sense to me. It yeah. makes no sense to me. So, continuing on with this scene because <laughs> we keep getting sidetracked because there's nope, like, I am so exactly much, where I want to be. <laughs> there's so much, you know, development and like depth into this episode. But yeah, in this scene, Kit is telling, giving Laura the confidence she needs, and she's telling her, you know, forget about, like, the recipe and the entire, like, enchantment or You're words the that you have. Or words or whatever. And as soon as Willow hears that, he gets angry, like, <laughs> genuinely angry. And he's like, no, don't you dare do that. And it's like, are you serious? I'm Alora Dannon, okay? Short stuff. Out of the way. Um, and then Laura did what she had to do and she saved Graydon, which was really cute. I have to say. I wrote Alora saving Graydon. Alora saving Graydon was amazing. So ridiculously amazing. And it made my heart melt, not only because it was her coming into her power, but also dot, dot, dot. It's too cute. Team Graydon, Team Eric. Team Graydon. Oh, my, my ship is collapsing. (laughs) I'm torn. I am torn, and it's I'm weird. not torn. Team Graydon for the win. Yeah, and it's Let's like, let's go. And when, like, so she comes back, and this is when Graydon's gone, like, all zombie gray. And, like, but it's not, like, revealed at first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just like, I'm. Okay, so I was watching it with my roommate, and she immediately just, was just like, nope, like, saw that coming, which I'm like, 
Yeah. Yeah, probably, but also I hope not. <laughs> Low key. Because I, what I wrote like, down, what I wrote down is such a is, team. Don't like in this scene that you're talking about, mm-hmm. I wrote down don't trust Graydon because I had a feeling that he wasn't actually cured because where is Willow? Yeah. There's no way. Like it was, you know, and then I also, it was because of my confusion over my ship changing <laughs> because, okay. So like Graydon is in such pain and he was helping give Alora support and language lessons. Immediately amazing. after I wrote, don't trust Graydon. I wrote, how did he become so smooth? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold what? on now. <laughs> Like, whoa, stop where you're at. What I wrote was, Alora and Graydon are such a team. I hope this isn't castle weirdness. It's nope, so it's weirdness. <laughs> it's so good because I think they had a good dynamic since the f- second episode, I would say. Not the yeah. first. Um, since the second episode. So, And their dynamic kind of continued. But it was like more friendshipy and like just kind of like good vibes you know mm-hmm. they're nice to each other and like they support each other in that kind in that sense and then this episode definitely definitely there was a change you know we can that see shot Graydon. where he like is cured and then he gets like in their faces are like <gasps> and he says he says never doubted you for a second <laughs> like come on <sighs> that is too perfect <sighs> he is so amazing. It was so amazing. Oh, it was so cute. Like, okay, I so will like, be I will be devastated <laughs> if he is not happy at the end of the season. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to. Natalie has finished this season, okay? I can't, and I'm I can't still not spoil. caught up. I, can't I know. Spoil. I know I need to catch up ASAP, but it's been rough. And I if Graydon is not happy at the end of the season. We need to make Graydon and Alora ship shirts. Yes. One hundred percent. They are the cutest. Oh, and yes. yeah, and speaking of, and it's like, also like a boon dynamic. for Kit and Jade, right? Because like, if Alora's like the the queen of the world or whatever, like Graydon can just marry her, right? And exactly. you know, boom, done. Truth, <laughs> arranged marriage, subverted, cool. Yeah, and speaking of Graydon and Alora's dynamic, I also wanted to kind of touch upon how much I enjoy the different pairs dynamics not necessarily in a romantic sense or whatever because like i wrote this after the borman and jade scene and i just really appreciate seeing like the different characters Mm -hmm. get together and like have those intimate moments with each other like borman and jade and then there's like borman and kit and you know jade and kit and then the kit and alora and it's just so nice seeing them all have such intimate moments together Definitely. Um, definitely. In like such close quarters because that definitely makes it more a cohesive group and helps them all get closer together and work better together. And that's really mm-hmm. important to save the world, you know? Yeah. And it's just really heartwarming to see. And I really appreciate. And I like the writing of those scenes so much too because I think the scenes are played out very well and they're very heartwarming and heartfelt. Never doubted you for a second. Never doubted you <laughs> for a second. Like, I mean, even... Had me blushing there. Like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? We literally just, like, freaked out. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) On the air. It's like... (laughs) It was just... It was so good. It was so good. Like I said, it has to be because I do not abandon ships. Never. You're stronger than me. Ever. Ever. I I will stick my foot down and, like, (laughs) die on every hill... But this one 
I changed allegiances without even knowing. Honestly, it. that's like I forgot about Eric, who I liked. I liked Eric. Eric was cool, but honestly, like, we only saw him for the first episode, and I, mean, I think that like that did help. But yeah. it's like I'm like I forgot about their whole relationship, which was funny because we harped on it so much. It was just like, it was like you right. don't understand, we're in love, and how funny that all was. And it was like. I completely forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Eric, the ending of this episode was too... It was too good. I was like, I don't know where you are, but then I realized it was the Immemorial City. <laughs> right. It, honestly, what I wrote down, <laughs> I completely forgot that he's in the immo- Immemorial, immemorial city. city. I wrote, wherever he is, is kind of pretty. Because honestly, even though everything was kind of falling apart and the structures are all like everywhere and he was standing on a metal head that was like huge it was Mm -hmm. ginormous um it did look very pretty and maybe it was the way the sun was shining down on it while setting but anyways at the end of the episode we do see eric and yeah it's like he he showed up because he knew i was I was starting to like great and he's like he had to insert himself and be like hey remember the ship natalie (laughs) He wanted to keep you on your toes. But great. Are you sure? (laughs) Are you sure you're abandoning me? Yeah. And and for me personally, I have no emotional connection to Mr. Eric here. I was like, I mean, I liked him, but like you said, it was like I liked him, but I he was in the first episode. We haven't seen him since. It's like I liked him a lot in the first episode, but then you know, without seeing him, and then you know, I saw Graydon a lot more, and Graydon kept getting developed, and you know, got this relationship with Alora, and I was like. Like I said, I completely forgot that Eric and Alora was a thing. And I just immediately was just like, oh, I ship. Natalie? I ship. I ship. And then I was like, wait, she already <laughs> had a ship. Oh, no. I'm not going to lie to you. Brain when explodes. Eric first showed up, I was like, wait a second. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I. I mean, it clicked in my brain pretty quickly, but, you know, that first initial thought, I was like, oh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? And I was like, oh, Oh, that's who it is. This is the guy that we're going to say. Oh. Oh. The guy that calls Alora Dove. The guy Uh, that doesn't know Alora is is Alora. This is Dove guy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I see now. Okay. He's got nothing on Borman and Graydon, though. Like, that's all I got to say. Yeah, let's talk about Graydon. (laughs) So Never the biggest you for a second. <laughs> the another, you know, revelation that we get about Graydon, I think, in this one that, you know, beyond just the awesomeness and the sheer cuteness factor of him and Alora He's is such a cute guy. Poor Graydon was abused as a child. Like he, he was abused. And, you know, Kit wasn't helping at the beginning because, you know, she kind of treated him like his dad did. She didn't care about him either. And, but here's, here's the thing. So remember earlier when I said that, you know, that Kit's line didn't age well and that there was another line that didn't age well? Yeah. Do you remember in episode one where Sorsha called Graydon a mouse? I do remember His that abusive part. father was right there with him during that dinner. No wonder. No wonder 
Graydon was acting like a mouse in front of his. I was like, that H so it all makes Are sense. Are you trying to make Sorsha look even more like an evil queen than she already does? I'm. Oh, I was gonna say. I'm so glad we didn't see Sorsha, but we did hear her at the beginning. Yeah. We can't be free from that lady. <laughs> we can't. But um, which is weird because, like, usually, like, she was an original character. She was in the movie, so usually, those are the people that you know I would have a connection with before the new people. But it's like for Sorsha, I'm like, nah, she can be an evil queen now. Like, I don't even care. She's yep. she's being terrible. Um, and I really, I really, really liked how we got to see that insight into Graydon's character. And we also heard a little bit more about Jade's past, too, in this episode, when she talks about how, like, you know, she spent the first years of her life mucking stables and working for where she wanted to be and doing all these things. (laughs) Um, I'm kidding. Before, Kip, Kip before this, and we got to like hear about her life before Valentine, and, how, and mm-hmm. she mentions how after Valentine came in, like he pretty much saves her and gives her hopes and dreams and a life. And I think it's perfect that we're getting these little insights into the backgrounds of these characters because it gives them more depth and it also creates more of a connection for us with these characters too. And mm-hmm. we saw with Graydon, not only was did he have an abusive father but he also um what was it like he was infected yeah or he something? was possessed by yeah, some kind of dark magic it wasn't i don't think it was exactly this kind of dark magic it was something not sure different. what it was but yeah. it was it was some form of dark magic and that's how he knew what you know the dark magic was that's why mm-hmm. he knows the languages and so everything and you know when willow started to get on our nerves in the last episode we don't need to get in that again because you know (laughs) i i was editing that one and that that section got pretty loud pretty quickly but (laughs) yeah Uh, at that point it's like that's how he knew because he was exposed to dark magic before yeah and um i think it's just a perfect way and i think it's gonna be great to or at least i hope that we'll be Mm -hmm. able to see more of the backgrounds of these characters so Mm -hmm. that we can learn more about them and connect more deeply with them and even alora like we mentioned earlier how you were kind of worried that you know she might have like a little bit of like the ditzy kind of disney princess like oh me i can't be alora dan and i can't you know that kind yeah. of it's like no she she actually had some good moments here too which Amazing is funny because it's like there are some moments where you know someone will call her a beacon of light in a time of dread and my first thought is like that's some chosen one energy <laughs> i love it i think and then there'll be other Allura. times like she the vision i want to talk about the vision that she gets in the castle yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like she sees her mother die like If you remember from the first movie, the very beginning that we talked about a little bit earlier, when Alora is born and the one of the maids is, you know, Alora's mom convinces her to take the baby out because, you know, there's that the special birthmark that, you know, would condemn her to have her soul banished to oblivion being two seconds old. Mm -hmm. So um, basically it kind of like cuts away because, you know, we follow the, the maid. So right after Babmore does like kill her being her meaning mom, it's like we cut away and we don't really see it. Obviously we, we know what happens, but we didn't see it. Well, in this, Alora obviously stays with her mom. And this is actually, I think 
I think her mom called her the beacon of light in the time of dread. Like that, that line I think was from her mom because they were like kind of connecting there. And we saw her mom die in this one. Like we didn't cut away. We stayed there and, you know, there was a sword and it chopped. Yep. And, and I was like, so Elora saw sees, all of that. She sees her mom die. And I was like, I mean, right when I heard voices and like saw her wandering the castle, I knew it. Like it was, it was very clear what was happening. Yeah, but I was she like, was born in I this castle. I liked it so much. I thought that it was like, you know, there there'll be some people that like complain about like nostalgia and stuff like that. Which I'm like, nah, I eat that up. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this was a great tie-in in my opinion, where you know we it paid homage to the original and built on it in its own way. Especially considering they were in the castle from the movie. And mm-hmm. speaking of, I really, um, when it comes to Elora and Kit, I personally feel like they actually had very similar personalities at the very, very, very beginning. Like, they are not similar personalities, but they kind of grew up similarly in that they were both sheltered. Mm-hmm. And so Elora was just a baker, you know, she lived in Tiras Lean, she didn't really she have never even any burnt any muffins until that cute muffins. countess started talking Flirting to Eric. Eric and she her. was upset. Face and the lips. Yeah, and then, you know, she went through things, you know, she lost Eric and then she met those woodcutters and lost them. And it was like one thing after she another that her she mom went die. through. It's one thing after another that went through that she went through that built her up to be like this great character that she is now. And I'm not saying she wasn't great before, but I think it takes those like harsh. She's coming life into moments. herself. She's coming into her power, and she's learning more of what it's like to have to, to be in a position to lead and to have people follow her. Yeah, because at this point, I think Kit. The only thing she's really been through still is the fact that her brother has been kidnapped. She still hasn't really... Well, like, her dad's disappeared. Well, okay, yeah, that too. I guess that'll get anybody. Yeah. You're right there, I, but... I will um, give her a little bit A little bit of there. credit there. I mean, Laura didn't... I don't know if they talked about her having parents or not, but I don't think she really did. Um, so, like, they did have, like you know, a little bit of hardship growing up when it comes to, like, the parental mm-hmm. side of things. But they were still pretty sheltered. They had a good life going for them, and they didn't really personally do things or experience things that was hard for them, you know, mm-hmm. outside of, like, the parental issues. And so I think everything that Laura had to go through in such a short amount of time built to that and, like, led her to be... even. Even before she believed in herself or believed that she had magic, she still, like, stood up and was like, I will do everything I can to help Graydon here, even though I don't think I can mm-hmm. grow a seed of for a bush, you know? She's yeah. like, I couldn't grow this seed, but I'll still help Willow, you know? I'll still yeah, do what I can. They think that Willow knows what to do, so she's like, you know what, I've... I've supposedly got some magic. If there's a way to help, then I'll help. Yeah, and I think it's just great. Like, she she is a very well-developed character. Like, we go from this ditzy baker to... You don't understand. Such a defined, such a defined beautiful character who I hope ends with Graydon. Yes. 
<laughs> well, I don't um, hope I don't hope that she ends with Graydon. I hope that that is what their relationship culminates to, and then they have a long, happy life. Yes, yes, yes. That's very that's careful. What I was going for. Very careful with our <laughs> word choice here. Yeah, you said it much better than <laughs> I did for sure. Yes, um, that's what I meant. And Grelora for the win. <laughs> yes, we'll work on it. So <laughs> we'll figure it out yeah. by next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think all like the characters have such great depth to them, and I think we're gonna finally, hopefully, see about what happened with Willow because it was kind of touched on in this episode. Um, Elora gets mad at Willow because when Graydon's all zombie-like, he mm-hmm. starts talking at Willow and it's like, oh, you can't do this and stuff like that. It was like, he changes his voice to Willow's daughter and it's basically mm-hmm. like, you can't protect them and all this stuff. So Elora gets upset and is like, what aren't you telling us? Rightfully so. She deserves Everything. to be upset. Everything and she asks... Um, Willow what happened to his village and still silence from his actually mm-hmm. not silence on Willow's part Willow kicks her out and is like if you're not gonna help then leave and uh, another part that made me annoyed I think I with Willow I this out <laughs> yeah this annoyed me with Willow I just like didn't want to talk about um, Willow <laughs> but uh, it was just that was really annoying but I th- hope we finally get to see what happened with Willow for him to be this way and for him to redeem himself yeah in the future episodes just you know be better do better you're be the better. titular character be better the show is named after you come so, on please. the show and the movie are named after you you are the main character come on <laughs> come on yeah well i think unless you have anything else to add that pretty much wraps up my thoughts what do you think it wraps up my thoughts too yeah. um like we said best episode so far Hopefully they get even better. Amazing. I have great hope that they will get better and we'll be able to see more. I mean, if Kit has gotten better. Then, yeah, we're in for an amazing <laughs> ride. <Yeah. laughs> it was like, like two episodes ago, that sounded like completely impossible for Kit to get better. Well, here we are. So, you know, anything's possible. So, you know, could be some really awesome stuff coming our way potentially you know potentially no spoilers um yeah so stay tuned thank you for listening to us this has been entertainment rebooted be sure to check us out when we go on the air at 1 p.m every sunday afternoon right after sports power talk z88 yep wzip and you can find our our podcast podcast anywhere Anywhere the podcasts live, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, probably there. 